Ah, uh, Shane's got a dog. Shane's got a dog. No, I fucking out of it. Bad enough. <laughs> Speaking of, he's sound asleep, so it's all good. Oh God, it's so early. Isn't it like eleven a.m. by you? Yeah, it's that early. <laughs> I've been up for hours. Oh, have you? Yeah. I, I literally woke up when I messaged you guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, with me not having to wake up for anything anymore, I've been waking up at like noon. So this is this oh is good God. for me. Wow. So we got you real early. Yeah, man. This is what I do for this podcast, you know. I can't believe him. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You pulled it together. You got one for the team. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh, shit. I just closed all my fucking windows. Uh, well, fuck it. If I need to IMDB something, it's going to happen on the fly. Whoa. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I better do that as well. That's unlike you. IMDb. I know. IMDB is my friend. Brian, you usually have like Google documents and the scripts from the movies. And (laughs) I actually have most birth certificates for uh, (laughs) any of the directors and actors brought up. You know, just in case. (laughs) Long form, of course. I'm going to end up shitting my pants before this is over. Great. The toilet. I mean, it doesn't stop it. Usually that. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I polished off a six pack last night by myself, and I've nice. never, I've never done that before. Well, welcome, my friend. <laughs> and then I did. Uh, <laughs> I had six beers and then two or three seltzers. Yep. And I was like seeing sounds at like three in the morning. You were seeing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I was I was on the YouTube kick. I was watching like Metallica videos, and I was like, "Man, this is this is amazing." <laughs> and then I reminded myself you... that I can't keep doing this. And how do you feel right now? Oh, I feel fine. I don't really get uh, hangovers too bad. Like I feel like garbage. Like I'm just tired, and I have a mm-hmm. a nice little Java Monster Irish blend with me. Right. Ugh. Don't don't ugh that. It tastes like the milk uh, when you're drinking it after you're done with cereal. It's amazing. That just sounds gross. <laughs> it does sound gross. I got to be honest. Come on, that's that's, that's the best part of cereal. It's the drinking the milk afterwards. No, no, the, the milk is fine. It's it's Monster <laughs> Irish. What did you say, Monster Irish Cream? Irish blend. I'm telling oh. you, it's like. It's it's coffee. It's the Java monster. So you know, if, since you know what was missing out of coffee was energy. Yes. So I'm 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 glad Monster finally <laughs> finally brought us what we really wanted. <laughs> Cracked down on that <laughs> untapped potential. So is it meant to taste like an Irish coffee or like Irish cream, know. like Bailey's? I don't know. I've never had any of those. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever drunk Bailey's from the shoe? Or... 
He, you know, I was watching a Great British Baking Show or Shane's just show, and uh, I was watching the Great British Baking Show, and uh, Noel's on there because he's yeah. the host now, and he. Uh, uh, he went up to one of the guests and he's like, "You know, I was a a sea monster. I played a sea monster one time. I just and he's he what did he say? He said like said something super specific about it, and I just started dying. I was laughing because the guy he was talking to had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like, this is How great. Did he not know, man. I the Mighty Boosh. That show is so funny and underrated. Yeah, I fucking love the Boosh. It's such a good show because I saw them. I saw it live in 2007 and um, he did the old get old Greg speech. He also did um, the Hitcher. Um, he did Eels and they performed Eels live. And it was so fucking funny. And it was really sinister as well. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And good old Bob Fossil. It was just they had all the characters on, and it was brilliant. If you get the chance, Mike, go onto YouTube and look up Future Sailors, which was the name of the tour, and there's loads of footage from the tour on there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, it's fucking brilliant. Follow and Naboo do a bit. Naboo comes on after the success of like the Mighty Boo. She comes on all blinged up, more hip hop and stuff. So it's, <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, All right, boys, are we awake? Are we ready to get started here? Hold on a second. Hold on. There <laughs> we go. Oh, no. I'm good now. That could have either been you, like, cracking your back. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either that or you just squeezing one out. Is Val in the room again? No. Man. <laughs> if she was, she'd be hurting. I uh, right. I got a really good video of her because I was in her room the other day and I just ripped a fart on Snapchat and the look on her face because I was recording her while I was farting and she just like looked at me and looked she just looked dead inside <laughs> <laughs> like she wasn't even mad <laughs> at she first and then she then she realizes recording and she covered her nose and she's like she's like what did she say she's like it's a good thing that those are your pants. <laughs> Those pants would they be? I don't know. <laughs> it could be sneaking her pants on. Oh my god. That's what I do. That's the ultimate power move. I'm gonna tell Lisa <laughs> I'm gonna do that later. I'm gonna put on your pants and fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh I've worn you've never worn Elisa's like shorts. No. Really? Can you, say, can you get them up past your thighs? I don't know. I don't think so. Certainly <laughs> not past my belly. I can tell you that. <laughs> I've worn Val's on occasion. She's got one gigantic pair of shorts, which is gigantic on her, but like small on me. So, mm. you know, I've worn them. And man, I just, I feel bad for anything that has to go on my waist. But, yeah. you know. I've, I've worn Elisa's socks. She hates that. But I would too. Well, then get them out of my laundry basket. It's not my <laughs> fault. There's nothing I can do about it. I reach in, I pull out two socks, and they go on. That's it. Uh, 
Get it all out, Mike. Get the poison out of your system. It's gonna Just take about it gonna take about a week for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really low rumble. <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful. You're gonna churn something up down there. <laughs> Conjure oh, something yeah. up. Oh, Mike, throw up, throw up on the podcast. Do it, do it. I haven't thrown up in years. Well, there was that thing that we almost got. <laughs> we oh, with like, the felching. Yeah, it was yeah. a great time. <laughs> <Quite gross. laughs> oh, I got a, I got a funny story about that later. Oh, <laughs> felching? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, holy crap! All right, let's get started so we can get to some of this nonsense. I want to get to the felching story. Come on. We'll get there. We'll get there, Shane. <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. (laughs) Alright everybody, welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode number 84. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me, as always, my co-hosts, Michael Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we doing today? Good afternoon. It's as it's afternoon for me. And I've just run over my own foot with my chair. (laughs) Unbelievable. I'm sitting on it. That kind of stick. You would, I'm so engaged right now. You think after right like now. 50 years of using chairs, you have it under control. <laughs> yeah, right, I know. Hey, weren't you there and chairs got invented? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Back then, we just sat on rocks. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're below me. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> anyway. Because I'm fucking older, doesn't mean you can give me all the ages jokes and shit. Motherfuckers. Uh, I think that is how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think we already decided that I was the shortest of the podcast by like half an inch, so I think <laughs> well, I'm five foot nine, so how tall are you? <laughs> oh, you're you're a giant, Shane. I'm five seven, I think. Yeah, I'm five six. <laughs> oh, I fucking pat you both on the fucking head. <laughs> Women love shorter guys. Oh, they love it. Are you I'm, are you short enough to fold up and stick in the glove box or something? <laughs> Depends whose box. <clears throat> <laughs> so anyway, on the podcast, if you haven't listened to us, <laughs> we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other occasionally, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. As I said, as I mentioned, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to reach out to the podcast, our Gmail is AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's probably on iTunes, Google Play. I'm sorry, not iTunes. What the hell is it? Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, various other podcast apps out there. They changed it? It's not iTunes anymore? 
I don't know. I, I, I wrote this back when it was iTunes, and I haven't changed it since. So. <laughs> Black. <laughs> I've been telling everyone we're on fucking iTunes, Jesus. Well, I, listen, I don't know what Apple things are. I think it's called Apple Podcasts now. I, I honestly don't know. Man, it's I in could, iTunes. You open iTunes and go to it. I could dominate um, an Apple Pie right now. Oh, my God. Dutch Apple Pie or regular? <laughs> oh, oh I'm in Canada. You're in Canada? Well, I, I have a VPN. That makes sense. I have a VPN. Chicago. Uh, what? <laughs> it's pretty close. I mean, it's like, what? One body of water away? <laughs> yeah, it's true, I guess. <laughs> when I typed in iTunes, it says download the latest version from the Microsoft Store. So you can still download iTunes, but it's iTunes for Windows, which is throwing me for a loop because I don't know what that means. They had my, that's, that's, iTunes for Windows has been around forever. Since like 2000. Where have you been? I, apparently in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> blame Canada. Blame Canada. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we got to do a Canadian episode. We do. Uh, I love Canadian horror. It's so good. I, we'll have to get an authentic Canadian on for that one. Oh, yeah, we got to get the guys from Frightfully Forgotten on. Yeah, do it. Do it. Oh, my God. They did They did a video a couple weeks ago on the Pink Panther Strikes Again. <laughs> right. Which is, it's so random. It's like the fourth one in the series, and, like, they've never done a Pink Panther video as far as I know. Yeah. And that's, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. We used to watch that nonstop and quote it. Oh, my God. We're watching that video, and the, these two guys cracking up over it. I had to, like, message them. I was like, I just went back and forth with jokes from the movie. Stupid one-liners the whole time. It was so funny. <laughs> I didn't know those guys were from Canada. Have you listened to them? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do they have flip-top heads and baby little eyes? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna love us. <laughs> uh, all right, holy crap! So, what's been going on with you guys? Anything interesting recently? Ow! Shane, did you run your foot over again? No, I I was running my fingers through my beard because I do that because I have a beard. And don't touch your face, Shane. <sighs> six I feet. Have hand wash. I have hand. Keep your hands six <laughs> feet from your face. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking touch my face, my god. Um, I'm self-contained anyway, but yeah, uh, yeah, I just pulled, I just found a knot in my beard and it kind of yanked and it hurt. Yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, where were we? You telling us what's going on with your life. Was I doing that? Oh, okay, right. Um, I have been staying indoors. Um, I've been watching some movies and I've been listening to music. Actually, Mike, you might be quite impressed with this one. I picked up the album by Ghost or G O S T, the new one, Valediction. Addiction. I have no idea who that is. Um, they're kind of like a cross between Nine Inch Nails and Black Metal. I'm going to raise an eyebrow on that. Let me see. Yeah, well, yeah. It's <laughs> basically, I heard a couple of tunes by the Master, and they're quite electronic, quite industrial. And I liked them. And I thought, ooh, actually, this is quite good. Because it's kind of like dark wave, goth, and 
with like a bit of industrial thrown in. And then when I bought the album, the first track opens up and the black metal scream, and I was like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> but then the track itself kind of progresses into like an industrial kind of thing, and the whole album's got a really good theme going for it. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I, that. um, I inadvertently bought two copies, so I've got to send a copy back, which is quite funny, actually. Because when I ordered it, I didn't realise I ordered two. And then when it turned up, I was like, why have I got two copies? Like, Fuck. Um, uh, yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of music. I've been watching movies. I've been baking. I've been cooking. As they do in Britain, in London. Because right. I'm for the Great Bake Off. In Norwich, <laughs> um, I baked some. How much drag- would you pay to see Shane on that show? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Me swearing at everyone. Get out of my fucking way. Get out of my fucking kitchen, you cunt. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you fucking say? <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I'll be calling Noel out on everything. Oh, you know. Why didn't you fucking sign my book in 2007, you arrogant bastard? <laughs> I'll go all. Right, put, your, put your application in now, Shane. I'm already sold on that season. <laughs> I got my. I got right. I had my my. I got the mighty book of douche. Right. There's a big fucking book they bought out, hardback edition and everything, and I got it signed by every member of the cast, apart from Noel Fielding, because he was probably coked up or something like that. And he just literally walked out, saw three people standing there. Oh, we'll go out the other way. There's loads of people here. Really? What? Yeah. I was like, you fucking what? And then <laughs> I, I called him out on Twitter over it, and he blocked me. I called him out on Instagram <laughs> for it, and he blocked me. So I'm blocked by Noel Fielding from the Mighty Douche. Man. He's a bit so up himself. Shame. He was a bit up himself, I will say. Man, that's disappointing to hear. Yeah. Julian Barrett, on the other hand, who plays Howard Moon, he was a right old sport, so I told him if he didn't sign my book, I would kidnap his mother. Maybe when you go on, Shane, instead of having Noel sign, you should have Paul Hollywood sign that book. (laughs) Can you sign that on behalf of Noel Fielding? (laughs) Yeah, sign it. Tell him to sign it, Noel Fielding. (laughs) Yeah, sign it, Noel Fielding, because Noel was a right cut in 2007. (laughs) I might do that. Yeah. That'd be quite funny. <laughs> you completely blocked the machine out. <laughs> <laughs> it just absolutely lowered his volume. <laughs> oh my god. I hate this show. Yeah, this is the worst. <laughs> this is terrible. So Mike, what have you been up to? Oh man, I've been I've been doing so much. Um I've been waking up. I've been going to sleep. Some days I have no clue what day it is. Um, everything has gotten boring. I Video games have gotten boring. Watching some movies have gotten boring. I'm literally just existing. I started running. I ran for four days oh straight. And then they closed down the track where I ran. So I stopped running. Oh, that's a lot of fucking good. Yeah. Because yeah, I have a high school right across the street, my my old high school, and I would always go and run there. It's always open. And then all of a sudden, one day, 
they have caution tape all over it. I'm like, due to COVID-19, it's closed. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? And then, of course, but the tra- the trail is open behind it. And there's a bunch of morons running up and down it with their entire families. I'm like, it's yeah. cool. So I can't run there, you know. Ugh. But um, I've been gaming a lot. I'm trying to. I've been playing Doom Eternal. Um, I think I'm almost done with it. Although I feel like the first Doom was way better. Um, I've been also been playing uh, Animal Crossing. Val got me on the Animal Crossing uh, hype train. I always used to watch her play Animal Crossing for Nintendo DS. New Leaf, it was called. And she put in like... <laughs> she put in like over a thousand hours into that thing, and she's oh, she still plays it because she still talks to all of her villagers every night before she goes to bed. And uh, this one's really fun. I um, this is my first Animal Crossing, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's very very chill and relaxing. You kind of do you just have to craft stuff for your town and make stuff for your town, and you, everything's at your own pace, you know. And that's I think that's what I need is just like a chill, relaxing saying Val's town's all decked out. She's got like stuff everywhere. Um, other than that, I've been, I started Westworld and mm. the first season is probably like one of my favorite or the, the, the best TV I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, that first season was fantastic. And I'm on the second, I'm like halfway through the second season right now. And it's not so much, that good in my opinion i know a lot of people disagree but i just i think it's okay but man that first season's incredible just absolutely incredible yeah um yeah then i've just been watching i've been trying to watch as many movies as i can uh just because why not (laughs) so yeah i've been uh that's what i've been doing i've been Listen to a lot of music, trying to. I usually, I used to listen to music on the way to work, on the way back from work. But now since I don't do that anymore, I just listen to it occasionally. And I'm still buying things because why not? if you had a job? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I pre-ordered that Waxwork bundle, which comes oh. with the Thing soundtrack and then the Lost Cues, which is like... I like that up. I was like, oh, I so want that. But... Yeah, well... I. For the longest time, that original thing was like sold out from Waxwork, yeah. and now all of a sudden they bring it back, and now it's bundled with the new Lost Cues, which I'm assuming is um, like Lost Ennio Morricone like tracks, and like John Carpenter mm-hmm. actually performed some stuff on like the new one, and uh, and that's actually sold out now. Not the bundle, but just that. Lost Cues thing is just sold out. Yeah, because that was like twenty five dollars, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I bought the bundle. It was like sixty bucks. And I was like, yeah, it's. Worth I it. looked at that bundle and I was like, I want it. But I can't justify the sixty bucks. And then I spent half an hour perusing Waxwork Records, thinking, "Ooh, there's a big sale on." Yeah, I I messaged. Uh, yeah, it's like forty percent off sale on some stuff. Yeah. Um, I messaged Val. I was like, dude, I had to, <laughs> you know, like I, I had to pick up that thing box. Uh, and then she actually just bought me and, uh, her some thing shirts from this like pizza shirt website. <laughs> so nice. I'm like, all, I'm getting all decked out in thing merch, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been, I've, that's what I've been doing. As exciting as that may be. Cool. 
Yeah, I've been playing uh, Borderlands 3 still. I think I might be close to halfway on the main story. I don't really know. Um, but I'm enjoying it. Taking my time with it. Doing whatever I gotta do. Um, this week, I lost my best friend, Mr. B. My cat. So we had to put him down. And that was really sad. But I've been trying to distract myself with other nonsense recently. So that was negative. But, you know... Got to find some good in this world. I did end up playing um, Jackbox. Have you guys ever played that? Yes, I have. I've seen the, like, that bald guy. Yes, I think there's a bald guy in the cover. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I picked up uh, Jackbox 5 on Steam. And it's a collection of, like, uh, four or five, like, individual games on it. And I played it over, like, a video sharing thing. I just used Zoom. You could really use whatever you want if you wanted to use, you know, Skype, desktop sharing, or whatever. Uh, Played it with a couple of our friends um, and got absolutely tanked (laughs) with with them in their house and us in our house and, like, laughing over video chat as we're playing these games. It was so much goddamn fun. We started playing and drinking around 8 p.m., like, last Saturday. And we didn't stop until we just gave up due to exhaustion at like 2.30 in the morning. I heard those <laughs> like, are very fun. <laughs> uh, it's such a good like party game when you get like a bunch of people involved. And it's everybody cool. plays on their cell phone. So it's not like you have to like have a controller or do anything else. You just go to a website, punch in the four-digit code, and then you're in the game. Yeah, That's cool. It's really cool because you can come up with your own answers to questions and you can come up with your own questions and it can get a bit wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, obviously it was so oh, yeah. so vile. Which Shane brings up my uh, my felching reference from yes. from earlier. Oh no! <laughs> so because you could you pick you name yourself in the game whatever you wanted to do, I went on a string of just um, uh, Tiger King references. You right. know, I was like, I was uh, what's her face, Carol Carol Baskin. I was that bitch Carol. I was uh, Walmart meat. Like just a whole string of Tiger King references. And my buddy Miles started doing references from this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them were like microwave tea. (laughs) The next one was Shane Felch's. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was dying when I saw that. I'm like, I can't believe it. It was so funny. So, yeah, we're, we're having a great time playing that. That's a whole lot of fun if anybody wants to get into something really stupid with their friends that they can't, like, hang out and see. So, it's pretty easy to do. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, last night, I finally watched uh, the new Star Wars movie, Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. I watched that. Someday, we gotta, we gotta do a Star Wars podcast someday. Okay. I mean, we're gonna have to, because I got opinions on this, and it's gonna take a while to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I, Val and I saw that in theater. Mm. Yeah, no. I, I missed the theatrical run. I just didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to bother. Yeah, I, I fell asleep during the last one in the theater. And then uh, this one, I didn't fall asleep, but I was equally upset. Yeah, it, it, I was like, what? I, I don't even know. It, it, there was so much shit going on. It seemed like they tried to cram two movies into one. And I couldn't, re- like, I'm trying to follow what's going on. And I'm like, why Why are they on, like, ten different planets? 
Why, uh, my, my theory when they brought this, they were going to do a new trilogy and Disney's like, right, we're going to do this and this and this is they have zero plan before going into yeah. it. And they were like, okay, Abrams, cause that's who did the first one, right? Yeah. He did this one as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he, Abrams is like, okay, well we're going to do this. And then the director after that, who did knives out, I forget his name. He's like. Yo, well, I'm gonna Johnson. do this. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna do this. And then Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson was like, okay, well, I'm out now. And Abrams was like, okay, well, we're gonna bring this back. They like, there was no like overall plan for the whole trilogy. It was just yeah. like everybody doing. It was, oh, man. But like, I, th- I think they could have pulled it off if I know they announced it's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Like they would have been much better off had they taken this and like split it into two parts. And you could have done the same story, but expanded and introduced character. Like, if you're going to introduce some characters, you know, you need some time to be able to be like, why do I care about this person? Right. Build build up the character, you know, and you can't do that. Introduce characters, have 12 planets, explain the entire backstory of a trilogy you never bothered explaining before. Right. And, and like, have a finale all crammed into one. It was just a mess. And you know, I'm not I'm not gonna like go into a spoiler or anything, but having everybody related to one another is so damn annoying. It's like, oh, this person is related to this one. This one's related to that one. It's like Ugh, we get I, it. We get it. I cringed it. at the end. I was Me like, Me too, Ugh. man. I was like, really? I'm like, that makes zero absolutely no sense. Yeah. It's destiny and fate. Yeah. Intertwined. Maybe we just make a good movie. How about That's we start with that? Bullshit is what it is. It is. But I, I absolutely loved Rogue One. Uh, I won't say loved. I liked Rogue One. I thought that one was the most fun since they brought back Star Wars. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's something about that movie that I absolutely like loved. Seeing that ending scene in the theater made my dick enormous. <laughs> Not even hard. It just swole. It just it got bigger. And it never left. <laughs> Because everyone was like, that was one of my favorite theater moments. Everyone was like clapping and everyone was going crazy in the theater. And I, dude, I like just thinking about it gives me goosebumps. I still YouTube it from time to time. But there hasn't been like a scene like that since Rogue One in the Star Wars universe. You know, it's like, you know, I was thinking about that last night. Like you remember in, see, I can't remember the names of all of these. The the first remake, whatever it was called, the, the reboot. Yeah. One. Um, whichever one that was, yeah, when they don't ask all the, me. All the new characters. Yeah, I know. I can't even keep them tr- straight in my head. But when they had like that scene, and like the girl picks up the lightsaber the first time, and she's got to fight like a Sith, but she's got no training. You're like, oh shit! Yeah. Like this is gonna get crazy. And it, there was nothing like that in this movie where you're like, oh, this is it! Like holy crap! Like nothing like that happened in the new one. I mean, they tried to make scenes that were like that, but it, it just didn't work. No. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't hate it. Hate it. Like, I hated the prequels. I, I didn't come out of this one feeling nauseous. <laughs> so, that's a bonus. Hey, maybe we'll do a uh, a non-horror episode where we're just talking we about should do some. 11 Star Wars films. Is it 11? 1, 2, 3, 9. 9. And then ha- Rogue One. Rogue One Solo. Han Solo. And of course, the holiday special. So twelve. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, and, and the did you watch the two Ewok movies? Did you see the Mandalorian? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh my god! I, you know what I've been waiting for? I've been waiting for Disney Plus to get some of the new uh, Marvel content. Uh huh. 
And th- and then I was going to sign up for it to watch, like, you know, whatever the new Marvel shows are. And then I was going to catch up. On I got to say, though, waste. like, because I, I get Disney Plus, I, I signed up for it just for Mandalorian. Yeah. And that is immaculate. That show is, fit, dude, that is like some of the best work Disney has put into Star Wars. It's like not even just a good Star Wars show. It's just a, a great show in general. Nice. It's amazing. Yeah, I'll get to it eventually. You know how that goes. There's so much dumb shit to watch. I know. Speaking of dumb shit, fellas, um, we got some news coming out now. They're moving forward on a remake of Salem's Lot. And before anyone says it's not a remake because it was a TV movie, (laughs) kindly shove it up your ass. (laughs) All right, then. That's settled. (laughs) I'm going to cut right there. That's it. So, um, yeah, this is going to be another remake uh, it's been announced. It's written and directed by Gary Doberman. Doberman. Um, he wrote and directed Annabelle Comes Home as well. He wrote the rest of the Annabelle movies. Oh, man. He, wrote, he oh. wrote Swamp Devil. He was a screenwriter on the It films. Some of the best and... cinema to ever get released. <laughs> and recently he wrote the Swamp Thing series, which I still want to watch, but I have not yet. Oh, yeah. I forgot that even existed. Yeah, everyone did. The people that made it forgot about it. On the strength of that, I think I'll probably avoid it. What about, but you know what we do have to watch is the Blumhouse upcoming Thing remake. Blumhouse upcoming Thing remake. Oh, well, yeah, that's coming out. I forgot about that. Yeah. Have you, this is completely off the wall. I don't even remember the name of this fucking movie, but I saw the trailer for it on UHM. Did you see the trailer for that Russian thing like movie that's coming out no uh now i gotta fucking look it up god <laughs> damn it i'll tell I you what did this, drop this week um it was the i think it was this week it was the trailer for peninsula the uh sequel for train to busat oh yeah. oh yeah i forgot about that yeah that looks pretty good actually I, but... have, I just i literally just saw it as i was like logging into imdb See, I don't think it looks yeah. any good. <laughs> I, I feel well, like I'm I the think, only person. I think, I think compared to other zombie movies that are out now, like we talked about one, I think, in the last trailer set, and it was like the most generic fucking zombie thing you've ever seen. And I, this looks like it's done much, much better than that. I think this one is set five years after trying to boost that. Yeah, it's something um, like that. Yeah. I just Everything they've shown in the trailer I've seen before in other zombie movies. I know that like... Uh, hopefully it's got the i don't know who's directing it i don't know if it's the same uh, filmmakers as the first one or not but i don't know i just i hope i'm gonna watch it obviously i'm gonna try to keep an open mind but from what i've seen like okay zombies fighting each other i got it and it's like a zombie outbreak it just doesn't have that intense claustrophobic feeling that the first one does but yeah well, you're, you're trapped on a train you're bouncing back and forth every station that opens up yeah there's something crazy going on <clears throat> Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so I, I found that movie I was talking about. So it, it's got a couple different names. The, the name that it has in the U.S. is The Super Deep. And it's oh. it's based on... Oh, yeah, I did see that. I th- yeah. yeah, someone put a thread up on the UHM forum. Yes. Um, the Russian name... All right, brace yourselves, <laughs> fellas. It's, uh, okay. Kolskaya Svergul Bolkaya. I think I listened to that band before. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and it's about a, uh, there's like, and this is a real thing that happened. Uh, I guess the, the Russians at one point were trying to dig further down than anyone's ever dug before. That's awesome. And they called it the, the, the Cola Super Deep Borehole. And it's a real thing. I'm, um, the hole has since been closed and probably filled in, but they were actually doing this. And, you know, they have this story where people were doing this and then they hear all kinds of crazy shit going down in it. And the trailer looks fucking awesome. It's the practical effects look so good. Uh, it looks very thing like. Oh yeah. I really want to see this when it gets released, at least with a subtitle or something. Yeah, it says yeah. Uh, September, so hopefully nothing disturbs that. Yeah, yeah, and it's Russian, so I'm sure it'll just come straight to <laughs> you know streaming. I mean, seriously, what like this is going to get a theatrical release? It could. <laughs> What else is going on? I I know, right? This is the one movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So let's see. Yeah. So there's, there's, um, that Salem's Lot remake. I'm not too excited about it. I, I just don't care that much. Um, also some news, the Hellraiser remake that they've been remaking for like 15 years. I feel like they've been trying to make this Hellraiser remake. Yeah. Uh, it's got a new director and writers assigned. Uh, the director is David Bruckner, who directed the Amateur Night segment from VHS. That's the one with the siren girl. And he also directed The Ritual. And it's written by Luke Poitrowski and Ben Collins, who wrote uh, the siren film, as well as Super Dark Times and The Night House. So, I mean, I, I, I think I missed the last Hellraiser movie. Didn't they have, they had one after the one where they went to Mexico and it was all filmed on, like, found footage for half of it? Uh, I think there was one after that. Are you talking about the one that's, like, in the super nice house? Yes. Yeah, that was the first one. I forget the name of it. And then they made the one that wasn't supposed to be a Hellraiser film until after the original movie was done. And then they were like, hey, we should make this into a Hellraiser film. Don't they always do that? I feel like that's half the Hellraiser movies. <laughs> I feel that way, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not too excited for this. I don't care. Like, cause the, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> what I was, does that say when you have horror fans that are like, I don't care? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> We're making another Hellraiser. You know, the thing, like, the thing remake, that bothers me. Because I know that's done by Blumhouse. And, you know, they're just going to rush it out and fill it with CGI. But this, it's just like, Hellraiser's not really... Uh, it hasn't been relevant in a very long time, so it's like the and they butchered the series. They they've completely <laughs> destroyed. They pissed on it so much, and they're like, "Oh, we're ma- re- we're we're making it cool," you know? Like, oh, good, awesome. <laughs> that's, that's the point. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. What do you think, Shane? Are you are you interested in seeing a Hellraiser remake? Fuck no. Yeah, I don't see anything good coming out of it. Uh, who knows? I just want Maybe it'll... Can Clive Barker to get the rights back to the Hellraiser movie so then he can do his own thing. That's all I want. Yeah, but does he want to do that? I thought he was like done with the whole pinhead character and everything. He like killed him off in a book. Yeah, yeah Scarlet Gospels. Um, right. Yeah, but no, he wanted to... He actually wanted to do one more Hellraiser movie, you know, under his direction because he wanted to he wrote it he wanted to direct it you know he, and i think he's well within his rights to doing that personally um 
But I just think, you know, it's <laughs> Hellraiser movies. I've not watched them for fucking years. I can't even remember the last one I watched. But it was, it was just like, it's not flogging a dead horse. You know? Yeah. I had another Hellraiser movie. Oh, yay. No one's watched it. Yay, let's if, put another one out. You know. If they pulled out, like, a Halloween and, like, Clay Barker came back and he brought back everybody from, like, the cast and they, like, skipped from, like, Hellraiser 3 on... Like, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Even yeah. though I, I don't mind Hellraiser 3 and 4, but like, in 5, but like, I, I wouldn't be bugged if they pulled like a Halloween type thing. Or it was like a direct sequel. That'd be great, man. Oh, you're saying like keep Christy and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't care. Again, I, I, I have a hard time caring <laughs> that somebody would do anything with the series at this point. Yeah. It sucks, but that's the way it is. Some things will never change. No. Mm. That's holy yeah. weird for you. <laughs> Alright, fellas. Well, we watched some new films. Holy shit, 2020. Here we are. And uh, let's let's talk about some of them. What do you say? Mm. Yeah, I guess. Alright, Shane. Let's, let's start with you. Alright. Um, okay, yeah. Well, I watched a few this week, actually. Well, yeah, obviously we watched, I watched Star Wars. Um, I also watched Invisible Man um, this week as well and I watched Underwater which I've been wanting to see for a while um, and this is the movie with, oh who's in it, Kristen Stewart Vincent Cassell, TJ Miller directed by William Eubank and written by Brian Duffield and Adam Kozad um, basically it's a film about a crew of oceanic researchers working for a deep-sea drilling company trying to get to safety after a mysterious earthquake devastates their deep-water research and drilling facility located at the bottom of the marine Mariana Trench. Now, you think to yourself, right, it's an underwater film. It's, it could be go either way. Um, it could either be really good or really shit. I actually thought this movie was really good because there was... It was very claustrophobic. It reminded me of the film The Abyss mm-hmm. in certain aspects, and it was it was very it was very yeah you know, it was very claustrophobic. It was very dark because obviously they're at the bottom of the ocean. It was very fucking creepy as well, and it also had elements of kind of like Alien. I I said to a couple of people this reminded me a little bit of Alien. But then when you get deeper into the story, it's very Lovecraftian as well. Because hmm. you they come across these little creatures, what they call grabbers. And um, they've got these little little worm type things. <laughs> <laughs> Who is killing an animal back there? I'm suspecting that Odie sees somebody walking across the, <laughs> <of> the front yard. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, it's probably somebody walking another dog, and he's letting them know. Just... <laughs> I see. I'm here. I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So the film basically, it's like, <laughs> yeah, they come across these creatures, and they try to find out what they are, and then it seems that. <clears throat> company they're working for purposefully sent them down there to wake something up um, because there's um, you know, they, they wake up this 
big motherfucking sea creature that devastates the fucking the place that they're in. And you know what? What um, they have to travel from one underground uh, station to another, and it's like it's pretty. It gets pretty fucking hairy in, in places. And it was like within the first forty-five minutes, there's like five deaths or something stupid like that. And it's like holy fucking shit. And it's like all all the cast that are in it are, um, you know, they're pretty competent in their roles. And Kristen Stewart, Hurt of Twilight, surprisingly, is really fucking good in this film. I can't have hmm, written her off. But, you know, she's actually really good in this film, and it surprises me. Um, and, like, looking through IMDb and looking up on the film itself, it was, it kind of got me more interest because they were saying that the creature in the film itself that they wake up is Cthulhu. So, and it's like... They've got all these like, little humanoid creatures, which are these grabbers, and they kind of mutate. Hmm. And I was really impressed with it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I had no idea it was like Lovecraftian inspired. Now that's got me like, oh, <coughs> now I now I yeah. want to watch this even more. Yeah, because well, obviously I know you're a big you're a big Lovecraft fan, but this is yeah. this really got me because I mean it. It's one of those films where you sit and you're watching it, and obviously I knew nothing about the storyline itself until I, you know, as I was watching it. So I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting because I mean, I remember from the trailer thinking to myself, this looks kind of like a cross between Alien and The Abyss. Sure. Well, The Abyss is like an alien ripoff. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, let's see, Deep Star Six was an Abyss ripoff with more alien. Yeah. And then Leviathan was a Deep Star Six ripoff with even more alien. Yeah. And then there was, oh, what the hell's the other one? There's another one, um, Aliens from the Deep, I think. That was right. a Mystery Science Theater movie. <laughs> that, was an, that was like a Deep Star Six ripoff. <laughs> oh, I love those underwater movies. They're great. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this film, it, it was, I mean, it, I thought it was really well done. I really enjoyed it to the point where I might even watch it again later on tonight. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I might. I, I have that on like my watch list. I'm waiting for it to show up on Amazon Prime or something for free. And uh, yeah, I kind of want to check that out. Yeah, it's well, it's worth it. I it's worth the watch. I enjoyed it, um, and it was really cool seeing, you know, the actors. You know, what happening? What's happening to them? There's a couple in there that you you watch the film when you think, holy shit, really. That was quick, and yeah, he didn't last long, and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But it's it's really, re- I enjoyed it a lot. It's very dark. It's got a very, very quite a cruel twist in it as well. But I really, really enjoyed it, and it's actually <clears> a couple <throat> of moments in it as well, which well I found them funny. But uh, yeah, it's well worth watching. Underwater, I'd give it a seven out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Did you see it at all, Mike? Yeah, Val and I watched it in the theater. Um, she hated it. Like, Val, like, <laughs> I thought she would have pleased because she's such a big fan of Alien. And uh, she fell asleep, and she was like, she woke up, and she's like, this movie fucking sucks. 
And I'm just sitting there <laughs> and I'm watching it and I was like, you know, I, I didn't feel like it was bad. Um, but I also didn't feel like it was that good either. If, I mean, it's very slow. But the first like hour, yeah, nothing really, nothing's really going on. Um, I'm just kind of because I like slow burn movies. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, okay, the Kristen Stewart didn't bug me, but TJ Miller is in it, and I'm not really a big fan of TJ Miller because everything he says, like his character, his role in life is just to say smart ass things. And there's yeah, like, he's good in like in like Deadpool, where yeah. he's just like some asshole bartender, and it's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, see, that's fine. But like in here, where they're going for more serious tone, he's like cracking jokes, and I'm like, it it just didn't feel right. Um, I get that they're trying to lift some scenes up with some humor, but to me it wasn't balanced. And then, but you know, if we're talking about spoilers, like the last like 15, 20 minutes where Shane mentioned, it's really great. I was like, wow, that's really awesome. Um, but it's very slow until then. I, I would personally give it like a six out of 10. I didn't hate it, but I thought the cast was really good aside from TJ Miller. And there's some things here and there that, like actually made me interested. So that ending is really awesome though. That climax is sick. Yeah, that was good one that. <clears throat> Sweet. Alright, cool. So uh what do you got, Mike? Anything recent? Um yeah, last night I drank a lot of beer and I watched Gretel and Hansel. Um, is this pre six pack or post six pack? It was uh during six pack. Uh, nice. And um yeah, so like I, you know, before this whole like shutdown thing, Val and I would go to the theater a lot. So we saw Underwater, we saw The Grudge, which doesn't even get a mention from me because the movie sucked. But um, Gretel and Hansel is, has been on my radar for quite some time because I really like those yeah. slow burn, artsy horror films. And when I saw the trailer for this, I'm like, oh my God, this is like a, a fairy tale version of the witch where it's going to be super dark it was done by the same director wasn't it no oh. no no this was directed by oz perkins who's actually anthony perkins oh yeah he yeah he did uh black coat's daughter he did black coat's daughter and then that one movie i'm a pretty little thing or whatever but yeah i didn't know it was anthony perkins's son from psycho mm-hmm. which is kind of neat so so yeah, it's it's only PG thirteen, and I was like, okay, well, you know, this is going to be more of like a fairy tale type mo- movie. So I I started it last night, and I was watching it, and the the thing I love about it is the cinematography is gorgeous. Like it just looks straight up like a fairy tale, and uh, the acting and dialogue is phenomenal. Like the dialogue, they speak in like uh, it's hard to explain, but they speak in like fairy tale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they speak in fairy tales. It's right? like it's like eloquent, and you know everything's very smooth. And uh, they come across, you know, if you know Hansel and Gretel, you know they come across a witch, and in the fairy tale, in the typical story, you know the witch tries to fatten them up to eat them. Um, in this movie, it's more so that she's trying to fatten up uh, Hansel, but Gretel, she's trying to turn into a witch. Mm. like her because they stumble upon obviously the witch's house and so the whole movie you kind of have that you kind of have that dynamic where the um the girl played by what's her name the the girl from it 
Yeah, Sophia Lillis. So she's phenomenal in it. And the whole movie, she's like slowly figuring out, hey, you know, this witch is, you know, not a good witch, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's very slow. Um, I I did enjoy it, but it's the climax and overall story pretty much doesn't go anywhere. Um, I'm not going to say I hated the movie because there's a lot of aspects like I brought up earlier that I did really enjoy, but I could see why so many people thought this was just okay, if not hated it. Um, hmm. It wasn't like how I thought it was going to be. There was no like scene in the movie where it sticks out for me and I'm like, oh my god, that was awesome. Everything is very by the numbers, but at the same time, I didn't hate it. And the acting is really great. The ending is whatever. I mean, nothing's really, you know, out there or unique. So, yeah, I'd give it like a 6 out of 10 as well. Um, it's not the worst PG-13 horror movie I've ever seen. It's definitely better than most. So, yeah, I would I would say it's worth the watch. Just But, but I mean, that's all you're going to watch it is like one time. Mm. <clears throat> is this, uh, where, where'd you see this? Is it on like Amazon or something? Illegally. Oh, illegally. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that I will watch more movies this week. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they, uh, I tried uh, seeing if it was on anything, but I don't think it is. So, and Let's it was here. one of the few 2020 horror movies I haven't seen. So. Oh my god! You could buy the Blu-ray. Already. Oh, it's pre-order for the Blu-ray. Let's see here. It's on Amazon. You could buy it for 14 bucks. Yeah, it's not worth 14 bucks. Huh? No rental option. That's weird. Strange. Okay. Cool. Well, let's see. Um, so I watched one last night. Um, came out recently. The Hunt. I, I think we mentioned. I want to let you know the that I also earlier. watched that last night too. Oh, you did watch the yes. Hunt. Is, is did you watch this after Gretel and Hansel? Yes, I did. Okay, so this is six beers deep. Yeah, easily. <laughs> Just get a timeline here. Okay, so this one's directed by Craig Zobel. Um, I didn't really write down much of what he did. Probably wasn't too much. And basically, the basic plot is that a group of um, liberal elites capture and hunt a group of, uh, I guess you'd call them blue-collar conservatives, or at least conservatives of varying types. And it's... A lot of it's really tongue-in-cheek. You can tell this movie has some humor to it, uh, especially the beginning. Like, when they, when they have, like, a scene with Glenn Howerton um, from Always Sunny, like, I can't see him as anything other than Dennis Reynolds. So when you but when you have him on there as, like, a liberal elite who's a murderer, I'm like, okay, that I, can, I see this. I see what's going on. <laughs> like, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's a little goofy. They like to have some fun. Uh, they have a crazy cast. Like I said, Glenn Howerton, Emma Roberts, who was in The Black Coat's Daughter also. Um, Betty Gilpin, who was in Glow. She was the blonde lady from Glow. That's a great show. Hilary Swank is in it. Ike Barinholtz, who's in a, a million different things, but mostly I know him from, like, The League. Mad TV. Uh, he was, like, the best part TV, about yep. the later seasons of Mad TV. Yep. Uh, Ethan Slurpee, who you, you'll recognize from Mallrats and My Name is Earl, the big fat guy. Did you call him Slurpee? Oh, what did I write? Did I write Slurpee? That must have that must have fucking fixed it. <laughs> oh, 
that's so funny. It auto-corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, it's got a wild cast, a lot of stuff, and uh, I, you know, it's mostly like, what if one of these insane right-wing conspiracies, you know, like Pizzagate or stuff that's in real life, what if one of these was actually true? And it sort of explores that. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty fun, entertaining. Uh, I liked most of the characters. I thought, I won't give away who the lead is because there's a, like in the beginning of the movie, people start dying off and you're like, oh, oh Jesus. Okay. That person's dead. Oh, this one's dead too. Oh, this one's dead. All right. Who the fuck are we left with? <laughs> but, uh, it's really graphic in the beginning of the movie and then it sort of tapers down a little bit towards the end. Um, but it's super fast paced, like the movie doesn't slow down at all. You It keeps a good pace the entire time. So you're constantly, you know, invested in watching it and seeing where this is going. Um, I wasn't super aware of this. I don't know how much you were, Mike. But apparently this film was supposed to come out in September of last year. Yeah, the, the um, cover art has that on there. Right. And it got canceled and delayed. I actually, after I watched the movie, um, um, the, the latest issue of Fangoria magazine had a little write up on this. So I went back and read it. And apparently, like when the trailer started coming out, um, a bunch of conservatives got really pissed off and were like, this is targeting conservatives and blah, blah, blah. This is bullshit. We need we need to cancel this thing. And then apparently there were also some like some like left-wing liberals that were like, oh, this is purporting gun violence and, you know, it's it's going to make people into shooters. And I'm like, okay, well, that could be applied to pretty much every movie. I didn't hear any of that for Hobbs and Shaw, so I don't know how much, you know, this is actually coming out. But then I saw, there was a quote in the article, a tweet from Donald Trump who said, here we go, liberal Hollywood is racist at the highest level and with great anger and hate. They like to call themselves elite, but they are not elite. In fact, it is often the people that they so strongly oppose that are actually elite. The movie coming out is made in order to inflame and cause chaos. They create their own violence and try to blame others. They are the true racists and very bad for our country. What a plug. So when the, when, yeah, right. That should be on the fucking poster, man. When the president of the United States is like, don't watch this movie. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. So, uh, apparently this movie pissed off both people on the right and people on the left. Good. And, yeah, exactly. Good. And it got, uh, not canceled, but, like, delayed. <clears throat> like, they weren't going to do a big release for it. And with the whole corona thing that was going on, they were like, fuck it, we're just dumping it onto, you know, online. Um, so, while you may have watch this movie on a nefarious means, Mike. Uh, I actually plunked down the $20 for no, it. No, I'm going to buy it for sure. Uh, so I will say this. Um, I, I don't think the movie is worth renting for $20. If you have a lot of people over, you know, that are all going to sit down and watch it, but you shouldn't have that anyway. Right. Uh, but if you did, then yeah, that might be worth it. Uh, but I would wait for, you know, either a digital or a Blu-ray release and buy that for $20. Like, if you can own it for 20 bucks, it's worth it. Renting it for 20 bucks probably wasn't worth it. But I did I did enjoy the movie a lot. I liked the gore. I liked the violence. I liked the nonsense. I liked the political satire. There were some really funny lines that actually got me to laugh in it. And I thought fucking Hillary Swank at the end was so goddamn good. I thought that was 
like just a masterpiece. <laughs> so what'd you think, Mike? I loved it. Uh, man, I, like you said, I don't laugh like by myself, but I was like, maybe, you know, I was drinking, but like I was dying at parts. Like the, uh, I just could like the opening scene. Like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? I was just cracking up and uh that uh, it's not a spoiler but like <laughs> in the beginning which had me dying was the uh they kill they shoot this one guy with an arrow and he goes down and they throw a grenade at him and then you <laughs> hear in the background they're like did you did you pull the pin and he's like oh god and then you see another grenade roll over with the pin out and then it explodes man I was dying. That was that was hilarious. The whole movie was I I thought it was great. It was filled with great humor. The the lead woman who I've never seen her in anything before because I've never seen Glow was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Watch I, if you watch Glow, Mike. I think you'll like it. She's not the leading Glow. She's like the second leading Glow. Um, but she's she plays a bitch and she's so fucking good. Like her super hot her, and Glow too. Oh yeah, and like her mannerisms and the the movie were hilarious. Or she's like mm-hmm. making these weird like faces and she's making <laughs> oh, these know. weird noises. I was like, what is that? But it brought like an awesome like uh, personality trait to her. It was a su- super cool. Like the whole cast is great. It's so good. Yeah, I, I will say Glenn Howerton was a little distracting. Like you, yeah, I, I just maybe it's just because I watched so much Always Sunny. Yeah, like I can't see him in any other role. Yeah, me too. I was like, "Oh no, what are you doing?" Yeah, because that's like anything me. he pops up in. Because I rewatched The Strangers uh, like last year, the year before, and Glenn Howard was right, in right. it. I'm like, "Wait a second, what?" <laughs> so distracting. But uh, yeah, they play to everybody's strengths. I think, and yeah, I kind of like that they have like when I, I was describing the movie to Elisa because she didn't want to watch it. She was downstairs like um, making dinner or something. And I came down, I was like, oh, I think you would have liked it. You know, yeah, it was gory, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like a horror movie. I mean, yeah, there was horrific parts in it, but. Yeah, it's not a it horror was movie. More of, no, it's more like surviving the game or, you know, the what's that one? The the deadliest, pre- the, not the deadliest prey, the deadliest game, whatever it was called. Uh, the most deadly game, that's what it is. And, um, you know, it's hunting people, basically. <laughs> So, yeah, there's gory parts in it, but I was like, oh, I think you would like it. And she's like, oh, what is it? And I tell her, oh, it's a bunch of liberal elites hunting conservatives. And she goes, huh. And I go, yeah, and Hillary Swank plays one of the liberal elites. <laughs> she goes, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was just so fun. Like, you could tell everybody had fun with the Hillary Swank in the end, man. You could tell she's having a blast. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And it's, it's just a en- goofy enough, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, just a little bit of goofiness that you need in something in a satire like this. And I've seen some people that love it and some people that hate it. And I yeah, I don't really get to hate, uh, even if, you know, you were kind of lukewarm on it, like you really wanted a horror movie or something, it, and you, you were upset that it didn't take itself seriously. I don't know. I, I still like I it. I could see people being offended by it, because they're, mm. you know, they're making, a, like, satirical references, like those two old people. And they're like oh arguing about how, like what to call like they're like he he deserved to die, you know they're like uh, he probably uses the n word 
<laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> and they're like, and then he's like, oh, yeah, you could call them black people now. And she goes, oh, my God. And she's like, he, he's like, honey, you can call them black people now. And it's just like I could see people getting upset <laughs> super easily about this. Oh, yeah. And they were they were absolutely poking fun at stereotypes on the left and the right. And I know there's going to be people that are, you know, going to be pissed off about that. But lighten up, folks. I mean, seriously, yeah. if you can't fucking watch a movie and have a good time. I don't know what to tell you. So, yeah, I recommend it. I That's probably, let me see, what else did I watch this year? This might be the best one I've watched this year. I'm trying to think if I got another 2020 movie. I, li- I like this better than Invisible Man. So. I think that goes without saying. Um, oh, Shane, you watched The Invisible Man. What'd you think of that? We didn't hear your opinion on it. Oh, yeah, I was just waiting to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Tell, what, what, what do you think about The Hunt? Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen The Hunt. But yeah, I watched um, Invisible Man this week, and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really clever psychological twist on um, the story. And uh, it's really funny, actually, because it, fucking, it really triggered me. Um, made me quite angry towards the end of the movie. Um, but uh, I, re- I did actually really enjoy it. I thought it was really well done. Um, the characters, some of the characters in that, I thought were really good. Um, there were some interesting twists that I didn't see coming. Um, but overall, I thought the effects of it were pretty good. Um, and I can see what you were saying about the main character, Mike how she irritated you and all the rest of it. But um, I just thought, I just really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a very clever story, very clever take on manipulation. And um, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry, I just, I, Elizabeth Moss just, yeah, man, just like, I just want to throw a brick at her face. From very close range. Yeah. Close range brick. Uh, she's just got one of those faces, man, I don't know. <clears throat> I just, I don't, I, yeah. uh, like, she was fine in Mad Men. But then, like, every character she plays is like, uh, man, I'm telling you, she just looks up like my sister-in-law, man. And I, I just... Can't get it out of my head. Does your does your brother listen to this podcast? I hope not. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. So what else, fellas? Did we watch any anything else recently from twenty twenty? Oh, apart from the new Star Wars. Right. Oh, you said you were watching something called The Gentleman? What the hell is that? Oh, no, I never got around to watching that in the end. No, neither have I. Been, oh, okay. I've been meaning to. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, really? Yeah, Hugh Grant's in it. It looks pretty good, but I never heard really much of anything. Yeah, I never even heard of it. Oh. My, uh, my, I guess my Hugh Grant radar's been off. <laughs> I mean, you know, usually I run to the theater whenever I hear it. Yeah, but so. for 2020 movies, I haven't really seen much of anything else. Uh, I watched uh, Tom Segura's new stand-up Ball Hog, mm-hmm. which is really good. Um, I like Tom Segura. 
He can get a little too, a little edgy for my taste. Exactly. A little too edgy for you? Yeah, it's just, you know, you know those comedians that just like to say things, just be like getting people and be like, ooh, you know, oh, I can't believe you said that. But, Did uh, you hear that? Yeah, but uh, his style I like. Reminds me of Louis C.K. and I miss that bastard so much. Oh, Louis C.K. Oh, man, I'm going to, I miss the Louis show. Oh, that's my God. I need another season. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah, I know. I think he said he was completely done with specials, like stand-up specials. Oh, really? Yeah, because he goes on tour still for to like sold-out crowds. But you know, as soon as he comes out with a special, it's going to get ridiculed. It's going to get. So I don't blame him. It sucks. Yeah. Just for jerking off a few times <laughs> in front of some. <laughs> so pathetic. I like Chappelle's take on it. His his newest stand up, Chappelle, was amazing. And he's talking about Luke yeah, CK. I think I saw that. And he's just talking he's like, How could you be threatened about a fat guy just covered in his own jizz? And the way he's like describing <laughs> it is so damn funny. Oh, I love Chappelle. Well, I was upset. I was supposed to go see uh Sebastian Maniscalco live. Oh wow. Um it was supposed to be like last week. So, yeah, that obviously got canceled. I think it's been rescheduled for August or something. We'll see if I make it to that. Yeah, I got a, I have a, a testament. A testament and municipal waste show. Didn't somebody die from testament recently? No, he didn't die. He, the late singer got corona and he recovered. Oh, maybe that's what I read. Yeah. So it was, it was a testament, municipal waste and Black Dahlia murder. And I think that show was this friday <laughs> then i don't think that's happening so yeah oh no i'm sorry it's next month it's supposed to be like may 19th or something yeah that's not gonna happen so well, what are you gonna do cry about it yep that's the only thing you can do complain i'm gonna go watch hillary swank kick somebody in the tits <laughs> and make grilled cheese and make grilled cheese. Somebody, I just saw a meme today posted. Someone was pissed off. that uh, There was like a quote somebody put online like, oh, I went to this fancy food store and they were all out of Gruyere. And now I see the effect of Corona and like, you know, sort of being like, wow, what a douchey asshole. Yeah. So I responded like Gruyere is the only way to make grilled cheese. <laughs> it's just the way it melts. But nobody. No on. one's going to catch that. <laughs> no one's going to catch <laughs> Never. it. Never. <laughs> But at least you tried, you know. I tried. I dropped a quote from the hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's so funny. Most people use cheddar. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, and then she's eating that grilled cheese. I was like, oh, my God. I want a grilled cheese so bad right now. Fuck. Val and I perfected a grilled cheese recipe. Really? All right, let's go. It's recipe time. I don't remember it. It's been a while. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but it involves mustard, uh, okay. a lot of a lot, like garlic butter, and uh, okay. three different types of cheeses. And man, it's just... Mm-hmm. Mm. What's, the, what's the bread choice? Um, What did we use? I don't think we just used white bread. We used something specific. If, mm-hmm. if we make it again, I'm growing my tits out over this this quarantine so if i uh if we make it again i'll, I'll update you yeah let us know 
I'm a, I'm a big fan of sourdough on cheese on grilled cheese. Ooh. I think that that's oh man, you get such a good crispy crunch. Mmm. Fuck. What do they call grilled cheeses in England? Toasties. Cheese on toast. Really? Cheese on toast. Yeah, cheese on toast. Do you cook it in a pan? I mean, you gotta you gotta put it in there with butter, right? Put it on a grill. What you call a broiler? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a broiler. You call it a broiler? I would, I would imagine. No, what's a grill? No, that's that's not how you make grilled cheese. Grilled cheese has got to be either on a, on a skillet or a pan with a lot of butter or fat or something, and you you literally fry it in the fat. Oh no, we don't do it like that. We literally toast a piece of bread on on a toaster and put it under the grill with cheese on top. No. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> your way, your way is wrong. Where's the, where's the butter? It's got to be sopping with butter, like too much butter. <laughs> oh man, a broiler is good for like macaroni and cheese. You want to get that nice sure. little, that burn on top of it. Mm. Oh, I'm getting God. myself worked up. I know. Well, fellas. <laughs> I think that's about all we have. We've reached the point of making each other hungry. And I know Mike's got to go visit his gram, which he shouldn't be doing, Mike. You're going to give her corona. Yeah, she's like 90, dude. Like, Make sure you wear, wear a mask. Come on. Wear a mask. Come on. I mean, she's like 90. What's... I say that. I, I, I did stop by to see my grandparents yesterday. Yeah, you got it, dude. Yeah. I, my dad 100% guilt tripped me into it. He's like, you gotta go see your grandfather. You have to. I'm like, dad, listen, I don't want to get him sick. And he's like, I don't care what you do. He's like, you better fucking go over there. I'm like, okay, I'll go. I'll go. Twist my arm. I'll go. But yeah, that sucks. The whole situation sucks. You just like, you know, it's something that would normally be, oh yeah, I'll just run over and no problem. And now they're like, my grandfather's really sick. He can't, like, go out and stuff. So they're trying to have, like, the kids do an egg hunt near a window he can look out. And I'm like, this is retarded. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> he doesn't want to do that. Gotta do what we gotta do. So, yep. What are you gonna do? All right, fellas, we say wrap this up. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, thanks for everybody for listening. If you want to get in touch with the podcast again, the Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, all you need is blood. And if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, I'm at Ryan Tudelo. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, all you need Ryan. And on the uh, upcominghorrormovies.com message board, you'll find me bouncing around there quite a bit, talking about the PS5 and. Uh, how shitty Mike's opinions are on most things. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Although I do like that new PS5 controller, Mike. I think it looks good. I don't. I think they were smart to take the Xbox One controller and put PlayStation buttons on it. Good move. Man, there's so many memes about that. Like they a lot of people put like an Xbox controller and then a picture of a like a, a swimsuit. And then it says equals the the dual sense, <laughs> and a lot of people have been making like the dual sense until it looks like a uh, uh, what do you call those toys for toddlers? I don't know. It's like a it's like a company like play something, and it's, oh playmates, yeah, it's like a playmates controller, and you have like googly oh eyes on God. it. It looks hilarious. <laughs> I don't like the look of it, but that's just me. 
I don't know. I, I, I think it looks like it's pretty comfortable, and that's that's the only thing I give a shit about. Also, white and black, Mike, that would really match my PC right now. <laughs> you would use a PlayStation controller with your PC? You wouldn't use an Xbox controller? I, I consider... I mean, I use an Xbox controller now. I, I use Xbox One controller. Uh-huh. Um, but when... When both consoles like first came out and I was in the market to get a new controller, I literally tried both. Like I, I borrowed a buddy of mine's PS4 controller uh, to play around with it to be like, oh, do I like this better? Do I like the Xbox better? And I like the Xbox better, but I, I did like the PS4 controller. It's the best one PlayStation has put out. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, what do... All right, Mike, before you fall asleep, what are your contacts? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on the Facebook group. I am on the forum and I do the Instagram. It's all you need is blood podcast. Uh, message me. Let, let, let us know how terrible we are. That will be funny. If we read <laughs> terrible comments. Yeah, I haven't had one yet. <laughs> yeah. We need to do a podcast where we start off reading horrible comments about the podcast. Oh my God. I think people need to listen first. Yeah, if yeah. if this is why I said if anyone is listening, and they choose, <laughs> even if you're not listening, just leave a nasty comment. Yeah, you want to read them out because that'd be funny. <laughs> post on Instagram and Facebook about it. I just think it'd be fucking genius, and we can make it worse. <laughs> yep. So how about you, Shane? How do I get? How do people get a hold of you to leave these comments? Oh right, yeah. Uh, leave comments at. Um, <laughs> no, um, you can contact me on Instagram. You'll find me on Instagram RoboGenius74, Twitter Dead Cell Society. Um, obviously, on on the Facebook groups of All You Need Is Blood and UHM. Um, you know, uh, you can knock on my door and tell me how shit we are. Um, His door is going to be open. There's going to be dogs walking by. I'll be waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bring it it on. (laughs) But yeah, no, it'll be good. All right, great. Well, thanks for everybody for listening and fellas, thanks for joining me. And I guess I'll just say bye for now. Peace. Later. It is so fucking hot in this room, guys. We have reached the point again that, like, I turned the fan off so it doesn't make noise, and it's it's too fucking hot. It's summer already, son of a bitch. Yeah, we're, it's going to get to the point where we're going to be doing this, and I'm going to have to be sweating in here because I have to turn my AC off. Oh, I know. I'm thinking about it. I have to put the AC back in. God damn it. I got to get new air conditioners. The one I got in here I've had for, like, 15 years. And it just, it can't do it anymore. Have you cleaned, you clean the filters and everything? Oh, yeah. Every, like, three times a season I clean the filters. It's probably leaking refrigerant, dude. Just get some refrigerant yeah, off Amazon. Charge it in. Do all that work. Do all that work. <laughs> get some gauges. Or maybe I'll just, I'll just accidentally drop the, uh, the, the air conditioner <laughs> off, off the windowsill. <laughs> and have it land in my driveway. Whoops. Mista, Mista, get this thing off of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is that a Happy Gilmore reference? Yes. Yes. Excellent. I love it. I absolutely love it. Alright, I'm gonna go shit oh, my pants. Shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
Maybe take them off first. That way your ass doesn't get dirty. So it looks like a, a hippopotamus, like, pooping with its tail. Can... <laughs> oh, there was a word for that. What the fuck was it? There's a word for that? Oh, there's a word for the way hippopotamus is shit. Oh, Please. Man, no, I gotta look yeah, it up. I need to know what that is. Oh, maybe I'll Google it. Hippo shit. Term for hippo pooping. Oh, it's Urban Thesaurus. Let's see. Oh, my God. I typed in hippo poop in Urban Thesaurus, and the first word is doo-doo. The second, <laughs> one, the, second, the second one is Dane Cook. Dane Cook? <laughs> see, I usually turn around and say, if I'm going for a shit, I'm going for a Brad Pitt. Is it muck spread? That's it, muck spread. <laughs> it's because they shit and they fling their tail, and it's like... <laughs> Did you see the video of the um, the guy doing a fake documentary about hippos pooping? But he it's all in reverse. No. So he's talking. He's making it seem like they're giant anteaters. No, I have not <laughs> I, seen. I got to send it to you. You'll die. I'll, I'll put it in the uh, <laughs> the group chat. Uh, <laughs> oh, muck spreading is also spreading manure with a tractor type thing. I gotta go do a muck spread. <laughs>